Hey, The Burt Show. If you have a joint bachelor, bachelorette party, it's because the woman is controlling. (laughs) That was my hot take thinking a few days ago. Since then, I'm more lukewarm about it. Yeah? Yeah, let's talk about it for a sec. Because... Jackson uh, came in here, our phone screener, and he was talking about going on one of these joint bachelor-bachelorette parties. Now, some of my thinking here is old school thinking, right? Where, um, you know, bachelor parties used to be for the dudes to get together one last night of freedom because your life's going to suck when you get back. (laughs) Uh, So you go out with all of your dude friends, you do your nasty crap, and then you come on back, right? I want to tell you again. I have probably been on 10 to 12 bachelor parties, and women, they're not nearly as bad as you think they are. I don't know why I've been invited to so many. I think I'm like, fun fun kindling is what I think I am. I can start a really good time, right? So I've been invited to a whole bunch of them, and there was only one that really got nasty. Wow. Um, But the other ones were absolutely fine. So when you do the percentages, like of all the bachelor parties, you're like maybe five percent of them in get my, like in, gnarly. In my world, I mean, your yeah. math isn't mathing with mine. One in ten is ten percent, but oh, that's okay. all right. Um, <laughs> I was trying to make the ladies feel better. <laughs> um, but it just felt like to me, at least with a, a little bit of old school thinking here, and I don't know if it's changed over the years. I'm guessing that if you guys are having a joint bachelor bachelorette party that suggestion didn't come from the dude Mm. it probably came from the bride if it did come from the bride i just think that means she's a good time because you're getting in you're getting into like the bravo tv shows now all the reality ones there's a show called summer house where it's kind of like a summer long joint bachelor bachelorette party where it's the guys and the girls they all get one house and i mean it's not necessarily PG in terms of the morality that's going on. Now, that is TV also, right? That's made for TV right there. But for the most part, it was supposed to be like guys go away or whatever, and they do their thing, and women go, and they have a great time together also. Wasn't in the same cities. But if it is, I I think we can draw mostly a logical conclusion that most dudes wouldn't suggest at first. I mean, that was my knee-jerk assumption, is that if, if you're having a joint bachelor bachelorette party, it, it was, it probably came from, the suggestion probably came from the bride. And I mean, personally, I had no interest in doing hmm. a joint bachelor, bachelorette parties. Like I, I treasure my time with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So for us to be able to go out to Vegas and have like a rip yes, good time, right. I was, I was bad about it. So uh, Kaylee's in here now also, cause he's got a hot take on this. You feel the same way? Yeah, I don't really. Yes, I do. I think it should be separate. I think Somebody in that relationship, whether it be guy or girl, is insecure. I, it doesn't really matter as to who suggested or made it a joint situation. I think they need to uh, <laughs> evaluate who was suggesting that and run. Because, yeah, I, I just feel like it's meant for you to have that time with your, your guys and your friends. Or your women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your girls and your squad. I mean, go in, because you're going to be... 
spending the rest of your life and not saying that you'll never get to go out again, but it's just that, I don't know, it's just really fond memories of like that like night that you're se- being celebrated by all your crew, mm-hmm. whether it be girls or guys. All right, so, all right, let's pretend you guys are both engaged and about to get married, okay? Have- to each other? Yes. No. no. <laughs> and you got, you got... This might be a little raw for me. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. <laughs> all right, and you got, you got two options, and you got to choose one, all right? Either you, A, have a joint bachelor-bachelorette party where the bride has control over a majority of the activities or whatnot. You will have one night to go do your thing, but for the most part, everything is going to be meshed together. You can either do that or, B, have your bachelor party, but she gets to have control and come up with any rules or regulations for said bachelor party. That's even worse. Yeah. You think so? Oh, my well, God. I, actually, yeah, just, I don't know. The way you guys are describing these joint bachelor and bachelorette parties makes it sound like it'd be such a bore. I love having a girl-guy friend group, and I really do think, like, if everybody's okay with it from the bride to the groom, like, it can be a lot of fun. You got a lot of single guys in this one groomsman party. You got a lot of single girls in this bridal party. You get them all together. To me, that sounds way more fun than just a bunch of girls like sitting around sharing war stories over Aperol spritzes. <laughs> oh my God, we were topless at the pool having the time of our lives. Yeah, yeah, we took pole <laughs> dancing classes. It, it, there were no Aperol swiss, spritzes and war stories, trust. <laughs> we All were right. at Magic Mike watching yeah. men take their stuff off and getting grinded on. So I had a chance over the last 48 hours before we came on to do this hot take to actually think about it, right? And now <clears throat> my take is much more lukewarm on it. Um, don't you want to get married to your like best friend? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So isn't it, could it be said that it's probably a more secure relationship? If that's the person you really want to hang out with more than anybody else, right? Then it could be said that it's healthier actually to do these than not do them because it's not a guy girl thing. This is somebody you love hanging out with and it doesn't matter if she's got boobs or not. This is going to be your soulmate and this is your best friend. So why wouldn't you want to hang out with her on a big night before you get married? I agree with you wholeheartedly. If that is the true intention behind the joint bachelor right. bachelorette party, right yeah. there, I think there's some, there are there's those parties exist and I also think those, there are joint bachelor bachelorette parties that exist that it's like, I want to know your every move and I want to make mm. sure that I, can, I have control over this situation. And it's not based in your best friendedness. All right. So how do we determine if we are making a joint bachelor bachelorette rule on this thing? Because I think we're all on the same page that if this truly is your best friend and you just want to hang out, then that has a very different feel than one person demanding it so they can keep your eyes on it. How do you know that? Because they're going to sell it to you as, oh, but you're my best friend. No, you would know. I mean, you would know if you're in a relationship with that person, whether they're secure, you know, do do they care if you go, hey, I'm going to a strip club tonight or I'm going out with the guys. If you're getting a lot of flack when you get home and a cold shoulder because you went out with your friends, I mean, that's, you know, there's a big insecurity Mm -hmm. there. So I think you would definitely know where the... um, Where the um, subliminal... <laughs> if, if, if the tone changes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll know because you won't have to sell it. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. deal. Like, if I went to my fiancé at the time, I was like, let's do a let's do a joint bachelor-bachelorette party. And he was like, hell yeah. Well, there you go. But if it's like, come on, baby, it's going to be so great. Just think about da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
then you're selling it and you're pushing. And I think it depends on the couple. Like there mm. are people who it's my best friend. Mm. I want to do everything together. And then there are people who are like, hey, I still want to maintain some independence and I have my own friend group and do my own thing. And that's OK. Let me just submit this too. Um if a woman does say that, right, mm-hmm. I don't think most guys have the balls to say, I would rather just go with my guy friends and do this separately. Then you're not married, ready to get married. Mm. Ooh. Okay, but that's what I would say. Really? Yes, and that's why I'm trying to self-check myself here because, and I'm trying to figure out, like, the why because I would not want to have a joint bachelorette bachelor party. And if my husband came to me and brought that to the table, I would turn it down and I'm trying to figure out why because I love hanging out with him and he is my best friend like we've been together for 17 years this man is awesome um but we are very much opposites attract I am a super extrovert he can be an introvert and I don't want to have to worry about him having fun Mm -hmm. the entire time Mm -hmm. you know because I and that's what I do I'm a people pleaser and when I when I even when I'm doing something for myself a birthday party I'm always making sure everybody having a good time so for me it would add this layer of burden burden self-imposed burden (laughs) I own that that I have to make sure that he and all his guy friends are having fun where I wouldn't have to worry about that with just me and my girls Mm -hmm. Well, you just want a girl's trip. And I think that would be fair to say. And I think for the guys too as well, I just want to have a boy's trip. And I think if you are a good enough couple to where you understand whether or not it'd be fun, if you have friends that cross over in the bridal party, you would know whether or not it'd be more fun to do it solo or together. And listen, I didn't want my brother seeing me get a lap dance, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I know we're from Kentucky and that happens on the reg with siblings, but we are not down like that. The Bird Show. She has a brand new boyfriend, but she doesn't necessarily like what she thinks his perception of her is. So she has devised an evil plan to change his perception and wants our help texting today. Hey, Emily, do I have that right? I mean, I guess I don't feel like it's an evil plan. <laughs> I do need your help for some scheming. I'll call it some scheming, maybe not evil. Okay, well, you've come to the right place. There are no better okay. schemers than right here. Perfect. That's what I thought. All right, what you need? Um, yeah, well, I'm, you know, like I'm dating this new guy, and I think he's great, but like, um, he definitely has mentioned already that he like, you know, like that he wants a family one day. He's not like talking about it all the time, but he's definitely like, you know, drop the hints like that he's looking forward to being a dad or, you know, and I just, I don't get the feeling that he really sees me like as the maternal type. I mean, just our dynamic, like I like to go out. I like to work hard and play hard. Like I'll always say yes. If somebody's like, Hey, I have travel plans here. Like, do you want to come along? Like I'm going to be the first to be like, I'm in, I'll Venmo anybody, let's go. And I love that about myself and I don't want to like change that, but I also want to be, him to see that I can be maternal. I want him to just see that side of me and my idea, the scheme that I have, if you think it's a good idea, is that, okay, so my sister has a niece, my, has a daughter, she's my niece, and like my thought is that I want to like babysit my niece for like a whole weekend and then like you know he'll see me like with her and be like you know just like think think those thoughts you know like not even that we have to do stuff all together you know but like if I'll be like oh I can't I'm like at the playground with my niece you know and send like a picture (laughs) like it'll (laughs) so that's my evil plan scheme but I don't know how to ask my sister because 
um, like she doesn't really ever like like she's never left my niece for like long periods of time. Like people mm. have babysat her, but for like an hour <laughs> or two. So like an overnight stay is like never happened. And like my niece is a toddler, like she's two. So like, she's still young, but like, I want to present it in a way that like, you know, it'll give my sister time off us quality, you know, bonding time, but definitely it's so that like my, my sure. boyfriend will like, you know, yeah. Like, will your sister think you're capable of, Watching her child. This is the problem. This is the problem we I, could run into. I am capable, and it's not like I'm have like, you met your niece. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Have you ever been alone with her at all? Yes, okay. yes, for sure. Like okay. I watched her for like an hour or two here and there, but like it's not like that's just me because she doesn't trust me. Like she doesn't like she, no one's ever watched her like overnight, you know. So. I've definitely, like, covered for her so that she could go, you know, run some errands and stuff. So, like, I have a good relationship with my niece. But, like, definitely a big ask. And I also don't really know if I should tell her my reasoning or, like, present it as, like, a am an awesome sister. Mm. So. I will say this, um, and I want to commend you because this level of immaturity is amazing. And commitment to the it, bit. Yeah, and commitment to the bit. The, <laughs> the fact that you thought to get us to help you, I really want to thank you for that. Um, well, you, I, the thing is, I couldn't ask anyone else. <laughs> yeah, you came to the right place. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, this is Immature University. So, um, you. <laughs> and let me ask you this. Is there any wiggle room here? So, if she doesn't say, you know what, I just am not comfortable leaving baby girl with like anybody yet, is there any wiggle room to where you can make an impression on your man by just doing it for four or five hours, just an afternoon? Definitely, like, definitely that could, you know, that can work. But also, I just feel like the responsibility of like the overnight is like definitely the vibe I want to go like I don't want to like I already feel like I'm like a fun time and I don't want to seem like fun time and I want to come across as like I can be trusted to the good the bad the ugly you know I have patience to put her to sleep you know maybe I'm like making a movie in my head but that's what I would like okay Emily let's default yeah. to the mother in the okay. studio that hasn't had okay. a date night with her husband since her <laughs> child was born four years ago. So, What's uh, your opinion? <laughs> I don't think you should tell her that the real reason. I think you frame it as a gift. Okay. Um, Which and any mother would be so grateful to have. Yeah, truly, they would. And here's the thing. Like, while I may not accept, um, your sister knows you and is going to be the final judge. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not against it. I think it's a good idea. And at the end of the day... Niece is getting quality time with her aunt. Mm -hmm. Mom gets yeah. a break. And uh, if you benefit as well, okay. If your sister hits you up wanting to watch your toddler, Max, who is two, um, same age as um, Emily's niece that she knows of, would you would you accept the offer? I would question it. <laughs> I genuinely be, would be like, why? And mm -hmm. why now? Why are you? Why? What's going on? So I would yeah. be suspicious immediately. I'd tap my sister if I needed somebody to watch overnight. But... Mm -hmm. And it depends. Like, I love mm -hmm. my sister, but she doesn't have experience with kids. If my sister-in-law did it, I'd be like, yep, take them, go. Yep. You know, you can go travel internationally with them. So it depends on the person and how comfortable they are with your kid. All right, Emily, hang with us for a couple of minutes. When we come back, we will try to figure out the best way to start texting your sister to manipulate her and use her daughter for the good of you dating. Okay? <laughs> Bird Show texting tutors coming up next. The Bird Show. 
All right, so we've got Emily on the phone right now. We're going to start texting her sister. Emily has started to see this dude that she feels like doesn't see her as this maternal being yet. So she feels like if she can watch her niece overnight and the boyfriend sees how maternal she truly is, he will have a different impression of her, and that's what she's going for because she'd like this thing to be long-term. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's good. That's good. You didn't make me sound evil this time. No. <laughs> not evil. Not absolutely not evil. Um, okay, so how do we start this? Because Cassie said before that, look, if you've never done this before, you've never volunteered for an overnight, she's already going to be like, what's the catch? So playing off of the fact that if your sister reached out, you'd be like, what is going on here? What if we have Emily hit up her sister be like, hey, I just read an article that the things mom need most is time. I would love to watch Insert Niece's Name overnight this weekend so you can have some time to yourself. That's a good one. That's pretty good. Right? That's a pretty good entry right there. I think that might be the only thing that can work. Well camouflaged. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got the face paint on and everything. <laughs> can you repeat? You think you can repeat it? Covered in a giant bush. Yeah. All right, ready? Well, you might want to see yeah, sweet beach. <laughs> <laughs> it is cold outside. She needs a coat. How come Katie just ran in here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily. Yes. We're going to say, hey, I just read an article about moms and what they want most, comma, which is time. Okay. It got, got it. me thinking. Mm-hmm. Wait, before we even continue with this, and it's I think it's a brilliant idea, uh-huh. would it add to the quote-unquote gift if your name? Emily would prearrange the hotel room for the night? So, I mean, you'd have to spend a little cash here. What hotel room? Are, are you staying at her house or are you... You want to stay at her house because you want the kid to stay in the comforts of their own home. Mm -hmm. And then you want them to take off for a night or two. So Mm. would you be willing to pay for their weekend away? Because this is a full gift. Not only are you watching the kids, but you're also paying for their weekend away. That don't that don't feel like a lot to come out of nowhere. Like yeah. it's not her birthday or anything. That's giving me kidnapping vibes. But, like I'm going to take your child. But I just read this article and I'm just trying to be a good sister. Mm-hmm. When's her birthday? When's your sister's birthday? That's not till September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early. Here's what I would do. I think so, you get I think you get bonus points. Get it out the way. <laughs> you're seven months early. If you buy the hotel room, I'm annoyed because now I feel like you're forcing me into uh, it. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But but I think if you said, "Can I watch so you can have a staycation with your partner, spouse, whatever?" Um, I would love to gift you guys a night at a hotel in town. So you can get away for a while. Because for me, if a new person is watching my kid overnight and it's the first time ever, you know, you've given me the option. You're gifting me a night at a hotel down the street so I can be close by should something go wrong. It's a great way to ease into it as a nervous mom. You're given the gift of a night away if she wants it. And you're not saying I already bought it for you. You're going saying I'd like Mm -hmm. to gift you with this. Okay. All right. Just thought I was throwing it in there. I really messed up your vibe, didn't I? You had a great. I have no idea what I yeah. said. Mm-hmm. What, what have you um, written out so what far? Typed? Yeah. It says, hey, I just read an article about what moms need most is time. It got me thinking. I'd love to watch. I don't really want to say my niece's name, but this weekend to give you some time. Some free time you want, to yourself. Some, some free, free time. time to yourself. And then I had, if you want, I'd love to gift you a 
but I don't know if you guys actually want me to say that anymore. And I don't know if yeah. I should. <laughs> no, she got everything I wanted to say. Okay. Should we do the added one? Maybe we wait. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we just do that first part without gifting and see what her response is. And then we can come in if she's hesitant. We can be like, how about I gift you with a night at the hotel down the street for a staycation? So leave that till later. Just do Kristen's part right now, Emily. Hit send. Okay, I'm sending it. And seriously, if she's like, what article? Just Googles what uh, moms want time. And there's like a bajillion of them that pop up. Okay. Yeah. So this goes one of two ways, right? A mom that's going to jump right on it or a a mom that's going to be a little bit reluctant. And this is going to be her first night away from her child. Is that what you said? Yeah. Ooh, okay. She's going to be reluctant. Yep. Then. And then we're going to be like, please, let us take your kid. Please, please. All weekend. I guess I did just say this weekend, so she might not even do, think overnight. Well, let's see what she says. Who knows? I don't know. Okay. She hasn't, she has not, there's no, there's no blue dots right now. <laughs> or, 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 and no dots. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, it's not like she's, the worst thing she could be is like, no, but then I'm going to have like a weird like riff with my sister being like, why didn't you want me to watch her? <laughs> Uh, It's not personal. So you've gone, we've talked about this, you've gone four years without a date, an overnight, without Mm -hmm. your kids. Oh, she just responded. Okay, one sec, Uh, because I just have one question here. Uh Is it because you don't have family, like, right down the street? Um, I don't. They're all either in New York or Louisiana. They're states away. Is that Um, the reason why? That's part of the reason why, but I also feel like... No one is going to look after my child the way that I do. I think there may be six people I would trust with my kids overnight, Mm. and Kristen's one of them. Um, But it's just my job is to raise my kids and keep them safe. And if something happened to them, because I've seen horror stories of well-meaning babysitters and things go awry. If something happened to them because I wanted to have a night away or a dinner out, like I wouldn't survive it. Yeah, I could think of 20 or 30 more qualified than Kristen. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, one is Bart. Yeah. She and Bart are a package yes, deal, so correct. Okay. I feel pretty good about right, that. So you're really yes. asking Bart, right? <laughs> no. It takes Come two on. people to do the job of one Cassie. <laughs> 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 no, it, it's really not to judge anyone else. Genuinely, I know you're not, babe. It, I know you're it's not. just, that's how I feel. They're the most important things in my life. And to me, everything else takes a back seat for them. Yeah, I think when Hayden was born, we were three weeks and gone or something like that. Hey, Gigi. <laughs> Take Hayden overnight. See you. We're out of town. No, it's well, one of the greatest gifts. Like my best friend Claire, when I gave birth to Jimmy, and it was a couple months, he was a couple months old. Um, but she, for my birthday, gifted me a night of babysitting. And she came over and basically like forced us and we went out to dinner. And she sat there and watched Jimmy. And he was just a little potato then. He wasn't doing mm-hmm. anything. Awesome. Um, and literally just so we can have two hours to go to a restaurant. And it was, I mean, it was fantastic. Sure. You know what it is? Sorry, right quick. It's the fact that I've seen people that I really trusted and looked up to do stupid, stupid stuff when it comes to kids. Mm-hmm. Like using wood polish to clean chew, like chew baby two chew chew toys and suggesting to use Lysol wipes on skin to sanitize it. So I don't trust anybody anymore because these were people that I had looked up to and respected. So now I'm like, I don't know what crazy anybody is hiding and I don't trust that around my kids. Maybe you need to hang out with smarter people. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I need new friends. Okay, Emily, so what did she write back? Um, She said, oh, sweet of you to offer. I'm totally cool though. Thanks. Okay, bye. Yeah, how do you even negotiate that? Um, Uh, I don't know. About a couple hours. Well, how much does this dude need to see? It feels like any pushback in this kind of situation would be weird. Weird, mm. it would be. I, unless, I you, unless you sprung the, with a, I'd really like to okay. gift you one night staycation at the hotel down the street. How about you respond, I totally expected you to say that. 
You are such a fantastic mom. It's really important that you utilize self-care. Please let me do this for you. So I totally expected you to say that. Should I do like a smiley face? Yes. Not like mean. Yeah. Yeah. I totally expect you. You're such a fantastic mom. Exclamation mark. Please let me do this for you. Should we we add something about her just wanting to spend quality time with her niece? Self-care is so important for you. Plus, selfishly, I get to have some quality time with my niece. Boom. Boom. Mm. My niece. (laughs) To pose for photos to send to my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Does does anyone else think her sister's response was kind of abrupt? Uh, Mm. No, she's a busy mom. Yeah. We're lucky we even got a response. Okay, perfect. I'm going to send. Yes. I did like a heart at the end. Perfect. We're okay with that? Okay, Mm -hmm. perfect. (laughs) If it's abrupt again, then I'm having concerns. Yeah, I I think for me, I'd still turn it down, but I'd be like, that is so kind of you. Mm -hmm. You're so very generous. I'm good, thanks. And then we're (laughs) going to shoot back something aggressive, like, oh, you don't think I can handle it? No. All capitals, exclamation points, question marks. (laughs) (laughs) Mom likes me better. So much we can do here. (laughs) At the end of the day, even if she doesn't bite for this, you've planted the seed. So it might start Mm. with watching for an entire afternoon and then morph Mm. into it. So you may not get the payoff this weekend, but you've put the offer out there and that is going to ruminate. She'll she'll ruminate on it and it'll germinate and whatever other plant analogies before (laughs) it blooms. Ruminate. They don't have a website for this nowadays, like (laughs) Renegade. Between the um, analogy you made with the car rental and watching the kids and this this week, I think you're on fire. I think we ordered something. <laughs> Kristen and I want no part of this narrative. No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to work on some emails while we wait on uh, a yeah, system. Gonna, just throwing I'm gonna it gonna out ignore there. ignore that, but I will say she did, re- she did respond, and it's not as negative. She did say, she said, I love that you want to spend time with her. She adores you. I really need to talk to Doug, which is her husband. Okay, perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Okay. So just, res- just respond back. Please uh, chat with Doug tonight. The two of you deserve this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think that's good. Okay, I'm sending. You guys, you did you did it good, though. I feel like this is like, oh, I feel like it's not a closed door anymore. I, I think so. I would have done this. And, and I think we, Doug. And I think we sort of spontaneously and organically um, brainstormed this. Maybe someone's going to run a kid. Someone's going to run with also. So <laughs> I think this was highly successful testing, too. I don't think it's the worst idea I've had. Run a kid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, Emily, let us know how it goes, okay? All right. Thank you guys for your help. I appreciate the scheming. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> If you listen to The Burt Show, you know we call romantic alone time piano playing. And if you want to get a little bit better at playing your music sheet between the sheets, the best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping and rush processing. And that's not all. When you select your one item, you'll also get a free kit that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. The kit includes six free movies for your viewing pleasure and Adam and Eve wants to make your life easy. They've got discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority, plus 100% free shipping with rush processing on your entire order. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your piano playing room. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item, something adventurous or something you've always desired. Just enter code Abby, A-B-B-Y at checkout. That's Abby, A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount at adamandeve.com.
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? If I ever find myself with more time, I end up getting so stuck on what I should be doing versus what I want to be doing that I end up wasting the entire hour. So what if you could use that hour to actually improve yourself and improve your life so that the next time you have a free hour, you actually know what's a priority for you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Whether you need to talk through the guilt of taking time for yourself or learning how to set boundaries with people in your life who take and take, therapy can give you the tools to lead a richer life where you're, well, in control and happier. Therapy isn't just for major trauma. It's for the everyday problems that can be tough to navigate too. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. There's no shame in finding someone to vent to about the issues going on in your life. Plus, BetterHelp is entirely online and is designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help visit betterhelp.com slash bird show today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash bird show the bird show my mind and my body are not in sync it doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't make any sense to me i feel so incredibly good and happy in this particular moment so happy So why are my vital signs telling me that my body is under so much stress when I don't feel it? I don't feel it! But it's there. It's got to be because I've got all these gadgets and all this crap and all these tests that are telling me that my body's under a lot of pressure. But I absolutely feel amazing. Like, happier than I've been in a very, very long time. I don't feel this stress that my body is telling me I'm under. So when you... You've obviously explained this to your doctor. Like, you're telling them how you feel. They, they do these tests. You get the numbers. And they're like, nah, dog. Like, you are stressed the max out. Are you like, where's the disconnect? Yeah, Have I don't know that it? I brought it up. Are you, I'm just kidding. I was, I, was, I was about to come over there and smack you upside your head. Uh, no, I have brought it up. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a couple of different doctors. I'm like a NASCAR right now. And this holistic doctor that I've been going to, I really, really, really like a lot because I started to go on this health journey. Look, when you get a little bit older, you start realizing you, you got more years behind you than you have in front of you. So you're trying to get this tune up. Somebody gave me this really great analogy a couple of months ago. If somebody were to tell you that you could only have one car your entire life, you would do everything that you could to maintain that car, right? You'd put the best gas in it. You'd get it tuned up every 3,000 miles. You wouldn't even think about it. It's the only car you have. Your body is no different. Right. You'd remember to change the oil. Right. So I'm looking at my body differently now. And I've been going through a whole bunch of different tests and stuff like that. Like Kristen has said, I've been doing this for a decade. Um, But I feel so good now. And yeah, I have gone to this holistic doctor that has done tests. That's why I'm on this detox this month to get the metals out of my body. Uh, And they suggested what I'm... If you stopped eating lead, that would probably help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just been munching on pencils for a month and a half. (laughs) Turns out the carbs aren't good for you. It's not good for you, nothing. Um, So they suggested that I go and get acupuncture which I am doing today for the very first time. Oh, I can't believe in all these years you've and everything you've done between the cold plunges and this and that and you've never had acupuncture. Nope, not this guy. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Now Cassie has done it. And I said, this is coupled with the fact that earlier this morning, Kristen and I confessed that we like having the sound of needles in our face. <laughs> the crunch of Botox is amazing. So I do I get the crunch of acupuncture today in my body. 
When I went, I did not get the crunch. Okay. They do not. The needles did not go that deep. But well, it, are they inserting neurotoxins into your body? <laughs> it was a wild ride. I'm, I'm telling. Like, Acupuncture. Yeah. So when I got it done. Weirdly, I had a pinched nerve in my back, and I went in for that. And then they did acupuncture on my face, and they're like, "You're probably gonna feel some emotions." And you know, at this point in time, I was like, "Okay, sure." Like I didn't really believe in it, but at this point, I was willing to try whatever. And the emotional roller coaster I went on, I felt like I was flying through space. I was euphorically happy, elated. And then I just started crying, like tears pouring out of my eyes, like the rush of emotions. It was a trip. Really? And it wasn't the pain that was taking over. It It didn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. So you've done it a bunch too? Yes, because, and you know, we... Uh, we went, Cassie and I went in for different reasons because it was recommended to me through my fertility clinic to do acupuncture as I was going through the, the um, transfer process. So when I got emotional, I'm like, it's just because I am so jacked up on estrogen and progesterone <laughs> and every hormone known to man. Um, but yeah, no, it was, and there's been some studies done that it could help with the IVF process and help with a successful transfer. So I did that like, you know, every single week and then sometimes twice a week. And then you have to do it a specific amount of hours before the transfer. Like it's very like plotted out. And there was one time when I was laying there and you have the needles in very specific locations. And I mean, yeah, the tears just started streaming really? down my face. Um, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Acupuncture on paper just seems like it's some kind of form of war torture. Like you're laying mm-hmm. there, you have to stand still and they have to stick you with these little tiny needles. I got a massage once that it was called a lymphatic massage and I thought it was just going to make me snatch like a Kardashian. But really, <laughs> it was just the masseuse for 80 minutes. I kid you not, 80 minutes. She took two fingers and she just rubbed them on my body just like very lightly, like a light brush. I felt like I was getting waterboarded. It was miserable. (laughs) Do you not like having anybody's hands on you anyway? Like if it was just a massage? No, I wanted it to be like a really hard massage. I thought the point was to like really get in there and push all the water into the like, you know, the juicy parts like your butt. Instead, (laughs) it was just like this very slow form of torture. I've had uh, not that specifically, but when I was pregnant, I went in for a massage and my body was hurting and I was ready. I was like, and they're like lightly stroking me. They're like, you're pregnant, so we can't push too hard. I cried. (laughs) Same kind of thing, because I was like, I wanted you to like, F me up, like get in deep. And it's, I don't know what it was. It's that expectation. But no, acupuncture was, I won't call it fun, but it was a very interesting ride. And it it doesn't hurt. Look, if I go go in there and they start sticking me with all these needles and I start crying, like uncontrollably crying. You're not like sobbing. It's just tears pour out of your eyes. It's really weird. If that happens and my vitals become where they're supposed to be, I'll take the cry. That'd be great. I just don't know how that's going to happen because I feel so freaking good. I, my concern, what I'm worried about for you is you are such a fidgety person that you have to lay there with needles in you and to really like sit there like because you meditate like they leave they dim the lights you sit there with the needles and you have like you you because you also do like these I don't know if I call them therapy sessions but you talk beforehand about what you're trying to accomplish so and you come up with mantras that you say in your head while you're doing this um you know at least I wasn't doing it for a pain like Cassie had a pinched nerve like if you're doing it for something um, that's more of a um, a mental, emotional thing. So you, you're sitting there and you're doing, and there were times when I'm like, 
Is this freaking over? <laughs> I just want these pins out of my face. I want the one really, I really want the one out the top of my head because that one's starting to itch and I want to scratch it so bad and I can't. So that is my only concern for you. Can you call for them? Like if you're too fidgety and you want the one out of your Yeah, they head? give you a, ba- like I had a button if I needed like okay. a, like a panic button if I needed to hit it so they can like come in. Okay. Be careful if they put them in your hands though. You can't like. They I put the needles in your hands. Oh, yeah. I had them in the top of my hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you sit there with needles sticking out of your skin for an hour. You lie there. Well, mine wasn't an hour, but I laid there for like, it might, it might have been 15 minutes. Mine wasn't very long. My thumb right. like mine. Yeah, but like you have to take your socks and shoes off. They had them in certain areas of my feet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we had to pull up my cat, like there was in my legs and then like in your face, in your hands. And like the one in the crown of the head every now and then that one. But it, it is weird lying there. And like if you're lying down and you want to like cross your legs, you have to remember you can't because there are needles in them. Oh, that you'll jam in there. The whole concept here today just is sort of a little bit driving me crazy and then we'll move on from it. But I am going to the doctor to identify f- that I feel worse when I feel fine. Do you think your body is under stress because you're doing this detox? I, no, because my vitals, I, I've been following this for like a year and a half, two oh. years on my, I haven't been able to figure out, it's way too complicated to get into, but my Apple Watch is telling me that your body's been stressed out and I've got all these apps telling me the same thing for like a year and a half. And now I've just decided like, okay, I got to get to the root of this. I will laugh so hard if you have spent all this money on doctor's appointments <laughs> and acupuncture and you just have a faulty Apple Watch. Oh God, I didn't think about that. <laughs> you didn't think about that? That's the first thing. I didn't like even think about that. Maybe the calibration's off or yeah. something like that. I didn't that. think about that. <laughs> maybe you should borrow somebody's Apple Watch for like a day and just see what those stats are to, and compare it to yours. Can I walk into the acupuncture place today and just put the watch down and say, put the needles in that? <laughs> <laughs> you want like an AI standing? Yes. I'll let you know how it goes on Monday. Good luck. All right. So some weekend drama here. Her um, ex is on Tinder. She knows this and she's wondering, should I mess? Settle here a little bit and tell his new girlfriend or not. Okay, Cassie's got the email. My ex and I broke up last fall. Since then, he's been in a relationship with a former friend of mine. Mm. I can't be certain, but I'm pretty sure they were probably hooking up before we broke up. Needless to say, we're no longer friends. Another friend of mine sent me a screen capture. She saw my ex on Tinder and the picture is recent. He used to always have longer hair and he cut it short a couple of months ago and he has short hair in the Tinder picture, which means he posted it after we broke up and after he was already in a relationship with my former friend. So I know he's no longer my problem. However, he was a real a-hole to me when we broke up and the fact that she was dating him or started dating him right after we broke up means she is a backstabbing friend. So I feel like him looking to cheat on her by searching for girls on Tinder is karma coming back to get her. And me sending her a screen captured proof would be karma coming back to get him. I know I'm creating drama by getting involved, but I really, really want to do it. Would you all do it? Abby, you're the meddler in these relationships. You've said that before when it comes to your friends. I'm a little bit of a meddler, but here's the thing. She's an ex-friend. And to me, once you cut me out of your life or you do something to where I've got to cut you out of my life, I want nothing to do with you. I'm not one of those people that... If we're on bad terms, I'm going to like continue to look at your Instagram stories or continue to talk to our other friends about you. Like once we're done, we're done. So if I'm in this situation, like 
honestly, I do not want to invite more chaos into my life because then she's going to start drama with other people that you know about what well, well, Abby did. She sent the screenshot and she's trying to break up me and my relationship saying that like, it's just going to invite so much unnecessary drama. I think you got to let it go. I think you doing that just makes you look bad. I don't think it makes him look bad. I don't think it makes her feel bad. I think it just makes you look like a jealous ex-girlfriend. So you just need to sit back and sit in what you know and feel feel good knowing that these two deserve each other and he's going to screw her over and that that's going to happen at some point in time. But you don't need to force it. There's been so many times that I've wanted to say something, like I wanted to scream my truth from the rooftop and then I remembered... It'll it'll show. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. It, it, it might not out. happen on my time, mm-hmm. but it'll happen. I agree with that. Um, I think that life throws chaos in front of you naturally when you don't ever expect it. So creating chaos to me is so exhausting. And this is just creating chaos. 100%. Is it creating chaos or is it the universe's little gift to you to help you get some <laughs> justice? Maybe I'm a petty patty, but I say... Send it and say, hope our friendship was worth it. I don't like that karma on me, man. Why is that karma on you? I'm with Kristen. Um, You're just filling in your your friend that she's being stepped down on. It's not my business anymore. It's it's not my business at all anymore. And I just feel like, like Kristen said, you throw that negative karma out. I really do believe that the universe balances things out. And this is going to come back to haunt her at some some point. Like, I feel like this is the universe's way of letting you know you're better off without them. Not that you need to intervene and like sabotage. Like that's going to happen. Again, may not happen on your timeline, but it's going to happen. You guys are too adult. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if, if this is a gift from the universe, it's a gift wrapped turd. You do not want to unwrap that. You're you're not getting a gift out of this. You're only inviting more drama. Now that said, you're gonna do what you want anyway. <laughs> this is one of these emails where you, you were hoping to, that all of us would go, yeah, get her. You didn't hear that, but you're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, get her. <laughs> there, <you got> <laughs> 25% of the studio is on. You're on The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's The Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Doja Cat is allegedly in danger from her older brother, the singer's mother said in a petition, seeking a restraining order. But before we get into that, I want to talk about incest. So people everywhere in Kentucky were probably oh, so, cheering. Sorry. I know. I know I, oh, trust me. People send me the story. <laughs> there was an uproar in Kentucky, probably, mm-hmm. when Survivor winner and Kentucky State Representative Nick Wilson legalized sex between first cousins. Here's your kid warning. So he won Survivor in 2018. It's a, it's a little late for that. <laughs> isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> After every, you already yeah. busted out incest and having sex with your cousin, and then you're like, oh, yeah, by yeah. the way, make sure your kids don't listen to this. Well, she's, still, she's still fairly new to the show, but the disclaimers go on before you actually start talking. About I like it. to throw the curveball after. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's what you're talking about? This would be a good time to turn it off. Now, it did, he attempted to pass this, right? Let me explain the story in my e-buzz as, as one does. So he, he won Survivor in 2018. Uh, he's done skinning goldfish. Now he's working for the government. And he's speaking out after sparking heavy criticism obviously, for filing a state bill that would have legalized sex between first cousins uh, earlier this week. So he introduced the legislation 
And now he's calling it a mistake. He released a statement to Newsweek where he described this as a quote unquote mistake in a wider bill intended to extend legal protection against incest, which he had withdrawn and then refiled, leaving the first cousin reference in place. I just want to know which of his cousins does he have the hots for so much that he almost got away with legalizing incest? All of it's very like how that even got through. Like you have so many aides reading things like that. That's just a huge mistake if that accidentally got left in there. I know. So that means enough people sat around, enough of his advisors. Yes. To say, yeah, go for it. Probably nobody will catch it. (laughs) (laughs) But they did. Yeah, he says it's a good bill. I hope it will get a second chance. So shout out to you out in Kentucky, although they're not listening anymore. Is there anybody on your family tree you would consider just kissing? No. I'm just saying kissing. (laughs) Literally no. None. None that hot. No. Not tall with the bushy hair that you like so much. God, no. Okay. It's the floppy. It's not bushy hair. She likes brown floppy hair. Get it right. All my cousins are blonde. Let me, let me put that into the universe so everyone's not even on my radar. And I'm from Florida. If it was Alabama, different story. And remember, I already told you that I had a crush on a cousin. I didn't even realize he was my cousin. Right. Well, if you don't realize it, that's different. I had no clue. He wasn't a first cousin. It was like a second or third. And then my mom, I told her about this crush I had on a guy in high school. And she's like, Kristen. That's your cousin. And I'm like, shut up. No, it's not. And she's like, no, sure enough. Like his his dad is a twin and they're related on our side. So yeah, Larry and Gary were twins and they had kids and that was one of the kids. And so yeah, Brian was off the table for me. First cousin? No, no, no. He's like second or third. Oh, that doesn't count. Yeah. So technically, but still well, for me, co- like once cousin enters the chat, I don't care where you fall on the line. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to, we're not really? going to. Yes. Like sec- first, second, third. Fourth, there's got to be some wiggle room. No. Fifth, there's got to be some wiggle room. Absolutely You're not, not having kids. You're just hooking up. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And even if it's by marriage, even if we're not even blood related, I'm not dipping my toe in the cousin pool. If there's no blood relation? None. I'm green lighting it. Oh, whatever. You are not. <laughs> I am green lighting If there's no blood relationship whatsoever... Why not? We ha- if we have a connection on our family tree in some capacity, even if it's by marriage... You're off the table. You can legally marry your second cousin in you, this country, so why not? Can you? Yes, yeah. you legally can, but doesn't mean I'm gone. Right, so my moral stop at four, fourth generation. Then you do whatever you want. So one, two, three, out. Uh, yeah, but if you're fourth cousin, fourth, fifth, sixth, you'll smash it. And <laughs> for sure. And if there's no blood relation at all, yeah, it's game on. Abby, pass or smash your fourth cousin. <laughs> <laughs> To me, I feel like it's a don't ask, don't tell rule. Like if nobody in your family knows that they're your cousin, like if they're that distantly related, then I feel like it's okay. If you have some knowledge that there's blood relation, then it's too creepy. And you can't round up. You can't go, well, like three is close enough to five. No. So let's, so let's, just, let's just do it. Kristen, what would you do if you found out if you and Bart did one of those DNA tests and it does does that thing like on finding your roots where you find out you share DNA. Well, one, that's we, never going to happen because I don't do those tests because I don't want to be cloned. But if, 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 we've talked about this. I know. If it did, it's too late, man. Yeah. We're, in, we're in it to win it. It's, uh, it's We've been together for 17 <laughs> years. We have a kid. We're going to be kissing cousins till yeah. death do us part. We'll know as Jimmy gets older. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be signs. There'll be signs. I won't need to do the DNA test because there will be signs. Is, is that a third eye? Yes. <laughs> hey, Lauren, good morning. You're on the Bird Show. Hi. Hey, good morning. I was just calling in because I heard you guys talking about the cousin marriage thing. And um, it's actually legal in Georgia to marry your first cousin. Um, and, and did you? 
No, I didn't. Okay. I do know somebody <laughs> um, who married their first cousin. Um, now, that it's you know, they're from a sort of like a religious family where it's more widely accepted. <laughs> um, and wait, 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 wait. Yeah. In, a re- in a religious family, it's more accept- incest is more accepted? Um, yeah, cousin marriages are pretty normal in, like, Muslim families, um, especially. Really? I do not know any of that. And you say in Georgia, it is legal for you to marry your first cousin. Correct. Yes, you can marry marry your cousin. It's on the certificate when uh, you fill it out for marriage. Like, they ask you, is it your cousin? Um, they, they actually ask you, but yeah, you can marry them. Thank I you have, for calling. Let's go to Google. Yeah, no, so I have right here states that allow first cousin marriages, and I have the list of states. Georgia is definitely on there. Are they all Southern? Uh, no, they are not. Oh, that's good. good to know. Ready? Alabama. California. Really? Colorado. Connecticut. D.C. Florida. Georgia. Hawaii. Maryland. Massachusetts. New Jersey. There's like a lot of them. New York. 18. New Mexico. Rhode Island. South Carolina. Tennessee. Virginia. And Vermont. No Kentucky, which is why that weirdo was trying to get into the mail. <laughs> the most shocking thing about the story is that Kentucky is not already on the list. <laughs> You're on The Burt Show. Don't snort caffeine. Okay. Uh, okay. People are snorting caffeine. People are snorting caffeine. Like so, coffee grounds? Um, no. Oh. No, not like coffee grounds. <laughs> I, think, I think you're talking about Damn. like you're going to get your uh, coffee shop gift card and like make lines. <laughs> For a guy my size, that's fine. The coffee beans. Uh, with your nose, no. And Abby, with your new nose, I would not recommend that at all. Oh, yeah. It'd be way too strong. Yeah. I think you're talking about a different C word. Snorting a different. Uh... Nope. Not cocaine. <laughs> nope. Uh, it's a product called Wonderbump, and it launched last year. It is a white powder that looks like cocaine. Uh, but it is legal. You can buy it on Amazon. It is pure caffeine. Um, it's in the news because it's circulating a lot now on social media, and experts are telling you, uh, don't do it. Get this. It might not be safe. Well, no S. <laughs> is that like that Sneeberg stuff that Kaylee brought in here? Is that, is that the spray? No. He had like a white powder that you sniff. They do it over in Germany. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's the same thing, but they're also um, selling um, sprays now with caffeine that you can put right up your nose. Yeah, I don't want to put anything up my nose. When I was doing my research for my nose job, I came across a horror story where some girl was getting a nose job and the doctor, the surgeon, pulled out like a pound of cocaine that was stuck up her nostrils. How do you get a pound stuck up there? Not doing a lot of cocaine. Oh, Damn. It gets caught in the snot. Holy Christ. Schneeberg is just like uh, grape sugar and menthol, I yeah, think. It's like snuff. So when you um when you drink caffeine or you eat chocolate that has caffeine in it, it absorbs into your bloodstream slowly. But people are taking this and they're snorting it and it's getting into their bloodstream too quickly and it's jacking with them. So I went to the I clicked the Amazon link and want a bump snortable caffeine. There it is for $14.99. Um, it is the same thing as what Kaylee Sprang got him from Germany that he had at that party and embarrassed himself because he had white <laughs> residue all around his nose. Um, but when you go down, there is important information. You have to scroll quite a bit on Amazon to get this to this important information, and it is a legal disclaimer. This has not been evaluated by the FDA. And I know our FDA kind of sucks because, you know, red dye stuff is available everywhere. But still, nonetheless, like you're taking something that has not been regulated. And so 
it's 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 probably best not to do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like a four loco type deal where somebody <laughs> has to die before they take it off the market. Oh man! Right. R.I.P. Four loco. <laughs> Cassie's looking at me like I'm, this is not my story. I know. Just go to bed earlier or drink coffee like a normal person. <laughs> I can get it on Prime. You guys can try it Monday now, morning. No, if you're good, so man. busy that you gotta snort your caffeine, you need to reevaluate your life. <laughs> okay, can I read the like? Can I read the reviews? <laughs> yeah, please. Please. So it comes with a fake dollar bill. No. Oh, come on. No, it doesn't. Yeah, somebody has a picture. It comes in a little plastic baggie, and there's little jars, and it comes actually with a fake $100 bill. Now, if you've never done cocaine or you've never watched it on TV or a movie, when you don't have any kind of apparatus and you just got, like, cash in your wallet, you would just roll it up, and then you would just snort the cocaine through the bill. Cocaine, yeah. take Apple Pay because I don't care cash in here. <laughs> right. It says, after snorting a few lines. I did have a slight sense of clear-mindedness and a bit of energy, but let's be honest with ourselves. We all knew this was a gag. Uh, somebody says, one star, coffee works better. Um, a lot of people are saying this is a good prank gift. Even comes with a fake hundy and a small baggie. Big hit. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're laughing about it now, but it's going to be like a huge TikTok trend where kids did it uh, like with the Tide Pod thing. Yep. Dude, the other ingredient, so it's caffeine. The mm -hmm. other ingredient in it is something I take for my PCOS every day. What is PCOS? Uh, my polycystic ovarian syndrome because I have cysts on my ovaries and it helps regulate my menstrual cycle. And acetone? Yes, yeah. it's inositol. It's inositol <laughs> and caffeine in wait, here. Wait a second, that's really good for your hormones. Maybe we should snort it. No. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So there you go. So there you have it. Um, hi, Eb. Hi. Uh, I didn't know we were going to go that long on Pivot. it. So you think that dudes maybe are getting the short end of the stick when it comes to engagements? Yeah, I don't want any of this audio used against me when I get married because by the time I will have paid my dues and I do not want to be the big person to stop the cycle. So we are going too far with these pre-wedding celebrations. Mm -hmm. Like there is not a more well-treated class in this country than the brides of America. <laughs> I've already talked about how expensive the bachelorette parties are. Like for all the bachelorette parties, like obviously you have to pay for the Airbnb and, and, and everything. And then you have to get the bride a gift on the bachelorette party. And then it's time to get the shoes and the dress. You got to alter the dress. And now once the wedding starts coming up, you get the bridal shower, which is what I have this weekend when I'm going to go celebrate my cousin in Tampa. Very excited. Love this girl. Can't wait to celebrate her. And this time I'm thinking money wise, <laughs> I'm off the hook. Like, you know, I've already, already planned the bachelorette, already got her a gift on the bachelorette party, already paid for all the big stuff, like the hair, makeup, shoes, dress. And my mom texts me this weekend. And she goes, hey, I just want to make sure that you got a gift to bring this weekend for the shower. And I'm like, gift? <laughs> My presence is her present. Like, what do you mean I got to get her a gift? I've already gotten her like a hundred different gifts. And How she's about like, a pack of want to bump <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that would be hilarious. Honestly, she's the type of person that would appreciate that gift. At least the groom would. And I'm like, I got to get her another gift on top of the wedding gift. So I go to the registry, get her a gift for the shower, get her the wedding gift while I'm already on the page. And I'm just thinking like, well, damn, we have done so much for this bride. We have literally showered her with like thousands of dollars worth of gifts. And the poor groom, I was talking to him the other day, didn't even get to choose his color for the, uh, the color of the tux he was going to wear on his big wedding day. And I think it's time that the women of the world stand up mm. for the grooms because culturally, this is not the norm. Really, Americans are the only people who don't really celebrate grooms. So I did a little Google search mm -hmm. and I went to the internet to see how grooms are celebrated throughout different cultures when they get married. Good for you. Because I think it's hey. time for equality. You know what? Thank yes, you for, all grooms. Thank you for being an ally. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Appreciate you. Like if women want equality in this country, I think it's time for women to stand up for men when there is 
inequity. So in the Middle East and South Asia, there's something called a Mendy ceremony. It's a pre-wedding ritual where henna is applied to the bride and groom's hands and feet. It's a joyful occasion with music, dance, and cultural celebrations. One in Greece is super fun. It takes the term groomsman very seriously. The best man shaves the groom's face and then afterwards, his future mother-in-law will feed him honey and almonds, which I think is very sweet. <laughs> just okay. so random. Right. I'm just trying to picture Sheila feed a bar honey and almonds. <laughs> like, do you think you squeeze it from the little bear uh, bottle? Uh, <laughs> that seems sus because doesn't cyanide taste like almonds? Oh, so she that. could maybe she could How murder him know? and get away with it. How do you know that? Are you just trying to be smart right now? No, I googled it to double check. See, there was it's no, accurate. There was no need for that smart fact. Okay, right you're just showing. You're flexing your intelligence. I'm right actually now. not trying to. I'm <laughs> saying it seems sketchy that you would let your future mother-in-law feed you a substance that could taste like poison, and you would have no idea. I trust no one. <laughs> have you ever tasted cyanide? No. Then how would you know it tastes like cyanide? Scientists. <laughs> Doesn't cyanide also look vastly different than almonds? I'm just gonna go out on a here. Maybe it's almond powder. You don't know. Call that away when in a year Cassie comes in and says, Hey guys, try these almond cookies. <laughs> you know. In Turkey, they have a hanging flag situation where friends of the groom will plant the Turkish flag in front of his house. And uh on the day he is to be wed, depending on the area, they will put objects like fruit, vegetables, and even mirrors, I don't know why, to signify that the wedding ceremony is about to begin. In Guatemala, they have something called the breaking of the bell. As the re wedding reception happens, the parents of the groomsmen get to start smashing stuff in the name of prosperity. And in Germany, they have something called a polterabend, where the groom and bride attend a party where guests break porcelain items to bring good luck. So I am declaring a national emergency. The grooms of America need equality. Let's start giving them almond powder to snort. I stand with you. Thank you. Okay. All right. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to have the men of the show come up with what special event they would like to have instituted in America for grooms. So it like how women get the bridal, like we okay. have the bridal shower. All right. Whatever. What, what do you want to happen at your groom shower? Okay. All right. Let's think about it over the weekend. <laughs> I think most guys fall into the category of celebrate overly celebrating their wedding because it's the woman that is making them overly celebrate. So I don't know that you're going to get a whole bunch of dudes that are signing up for this. But we appreciate you being an ally anyway. This is what I'm here for. Okay, it's the Bird Show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.